Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Three Dudes with a View. It is Tuesday morning. It's a beautiful Tuesday out. It's a lot warmer than it was yesterday. The sun's shining. Uh, there's some things going on. I'm dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out driving the bus. And Mr. York is not with us again this morning. And uh, He messaged us yesterday that he was well, so I don't know. Maybe he'll join us in a few minutes. Ron Hart, regular Tuesday special guest dude. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. All right, I'm looking at your column here, uh, talking about all these uh, misplaced classified documents. Uh, it says, uh, you say the FBI will not raid Mount Vernon because George Washington wore a powdered wig and a frilly pedal pusher pants and might have been some sort of early LGBTQ or something. But they will raid Abe Lincoln's log cabin because he was a confirmed Republican. I keep wondering when they're going to search the polk home. You know, <laughs> yeah, he was a yeah, he was a land grabber and a terrible slave owner. They should go and get that some of those documents in there. Probably a lot of pamphlets, you know, for for Ted's and different uh, places around Lucille's, places to eat around town. Oh, raid oh. those places. So yeah, it was kind of funny the way they did it. They they basically thirty. Uh, FBI agents, whatever, DOJ agents, in a pre-dawn raid with machine guns to Trump's house with no warning. And they find out Trump, find out Biden has documents. They give him like a week's notice. We'll be there for a Wednesday. Does that work for you? Does that, does that kind of work for you? <laughs> so, to let them know when they're coming to raid his place. And not that it matters. I, I, we talked about it a little bit uh, last time and a little bit in the column, but uh, I, I did a little intern with what, what he calls things. When I was at this program in Georgetown in D.C., in, in Washington, I can tell you they don't have any secrets. I mean, they, the government acts like they have secrets. That makes us think they're important, but they're secrets. There's 1.4 million people with high security clearance in America, and these documents they they pass around. They're you know they're not much. I mean, they you know, you look at them. They, they, they can be, they can barely shoot out of a balloon or pull out of Afghanistan. They're not they're not a whole lot of secrets they have. Their whole game in Washington D.C. is to keep us thinking they're busy. Uh, so we keep sending them tax dollars, and they're doing important things to protect us from these boogie bears that really don't exist. Yeah, and you say that in your column this week. And again, Ron Ron Hart's column. Ron Hart Ron Hart is a is a grew up here in Columbia, graduated Columbia Central High School, uh, went off into the wide wide world, and uh, among other things, now has a column that he writes each week that runs on about sixty platforms around the world. Uh, and I'm reading it now, um, and you get pretty serious here, Ron. At the end, you say, "In fact, uh, let's face it." <laughs> well, here we go. So what's what's the difference between a Mexican drug cartel and the federal government? The cartel does not does not demand that you take its drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, and it's also kind of poignant, right? Yeah, these, these shots people are getting, um, and you know they they make you get all these COVID shots. I think well, I don't know if there's a person in America that that um, doesn't regret getting the second, third, and fourth shot. Um, you know, maybe the first one, 
you know, get, you know, this just maybe to make it less, but I, the second, third, fourth, fifth one, I think people, uh, maybe, maybe, man, I'm sure there are some people. I'm sure there are some people that, that say they should have gotten it, but I think I wish I hadn't right now. I mean, I was just seeing too many negative things. I think government overreacted to it, scared us. It was, you know, right now you hear somebody had COVID, you go, ah, okay, get, get in the car, let's just drive to the mall. <laughs> you know, yeah. You don't care. Yeah. I mean, right now, <laughs> it's like a common cold or whatever. You gotta keep away from me a little bit. So I think we overreacted. Government's, uh, clumsy and big and ham-handed about everything they do and, and i don't think we'll look back on this whole covid thing as, as, as a big win for anybody no and uh except big pharma uh yeah they, they china yep all right mr jim york he's here i think good morning Dal. good morning everybody dude number one hey, mr york you're well i hope yeah i'm, I'm good i had a uh emergency meeting yesterday that i didn't get and i didn't notify you all that i was having a meeting i'm sorry about that well, that's okay doc, just i think i dock your pay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah zero from zero leave zero huh there you go yes, but, uh mr york we are we're always you know if if you need help holler we'll we'll be there uh and uh in the meantime appreciate it yeah in the meantime we hope that you know whatever whatever your emergency or whatever i hope it works out and things get resolved in a good way uh we're talking about ron's column this week and ron you get about as serious as i've seen you get uh uh and you you conclude for us voters it does not seem to matter anyway we no longer determine who is president the doj and the fbi do Hey, think about it. I mean, here they decide to indict, don't indict, when they indict them, when they bring stuff up about Hunter's laptop. You know, they knew about that. They knew it wasn't Russian disinformation. They knew that. If they didn't, they're they're incompetent. Uh, so the Hunter, so they only go by the Hillary Clinton emails, when they brought them out, when they didn't bring them out, et cetera. You just Russian collusion thing. They, they stoked the fires of that, that illusion for, you know, for a long time, let that go on way too long. 50 out of the intel officers, including CIA, FBI directors in the past, the senior people came out and 50 of them, you know, helped to help uh, Joe Biden get elected. So there was, you know, that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian, uh, Russian shenanigans, Russian interference. And disinformation and, and like, is the word they use. Yeah. Yeah. So disinformation. So, I mean, I can, I don't trust the government, never have trusted the government. I, I, I think people do themselves a disservice to believe in what they do. I think we need to curtail everything they do. Constitution was was written by brilliant people that didn't give the the, the, the federal government powers. It, it restricted their powers. It's a document that restricted powers of the government, not 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 bestowed powers of the government. So I think people need to get back to that. And, and I think we're being hoodwinked a lot by the media, who's kind of in, in cahoots with the with big government, and they just cut them back. There's a bunch of agencies in D.C. that want to be funded, and their their only concern is their, is the continuation of their agency. There's not a single agency or program in Washington D.C. has ever been stopped, right? You know, Reagan said that one time in the speech. He, he actually highlighted there's a there was a actually even a, a per, only only one that ever really stopped. I'm not even sure it was was a was a someone up in Maine at a watchtower watching for during World War II, watching for the Germans to come across the ocean. That was funded. And that still went on into the '90s and 2000s. So the government will well, never voluntarily. You Republicans or Libertarians have such a dismal, such a dismal outlook on this country. I mean, 
You know, it's not going your way. So it's you not find this country, Mr. York. You it's find everything country. wrong to whine about. Just whine, whine, whine. I first hope they all, do find all, something on country, Hunter Biden. It's part the opposite, I hope they find something on Hunter Biden. I got, Biden I got so a lot of confidence in this country. Uh, and it's just the opposite of what you just said. I got a lot of confidence in this country and the people of this country. I well, do the not have confidence in the government. Well, the people you are the legislators, the people like Andy Ogles, who still won't turn in his financial report as the type of people you send to Washington. And well, then who's you the complain. One about the, who's the one negative about government? You're the one that said something I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know, you complain about things going wrong, but you send I the wrong about government general. Do you think that they're running these deficits the way they're doing right now. They don't shoot down this balloon until it gets out of their country. Well, you know, they, when Trump put in $8 trillion worth of deficits, you didn't say a word. You just clapped your actually. hands. You read my and I did say something, Mr. York. And now all of a sudden we got to pay the bills and everybody is crazy about it. Pay the darn bills and shut up. Pay with what? With money, whatever, however you've been paying them. (laughs) Credit, (laughs) treasury bills, whatever. Sell more treasury notes to China or Russia or whoever they sell them. And you owe it down the road. You want to burden our kids with that? Man, your kids are going to be fine. Are you bad off? That's what they said back in the day when you were young. Oh, you know, we're going to raise taxes and my kids won't be able to survive. Didn't you survive? We have a survivor mentality. There's a, point at which, there's a point at which you can put money on your credit card, and then there's another month you can put on credit card. For a year, you put money on credit There's a point at which you, the, the piper has to be paid, Mr. York. When, you're, when your population gets to 300-plus million people, you're going to have expenses, Ron. And if more people would pay their fair share of taxes, we fair would share. be all right. So the top the top 10% pay 55% of the taxes. Is that fair? Whatever they pay, they need to pay more. Yeah, see, that's a stupid mindset. That is one of the silliest mindsets I've ever seen. Because the people that make the most money, the most entrepreneurial, the ones that own the business, they hire people, they pay people more tax, they grow the economy. Agreed. What? This nation is racked with greed. Yes. greed. It's not greed when you when you do it. It's greed when somebody else wants to keep their money, right? You live in a country where you're supposed to pay your fair share of taxes. Now, fair you're share. trying to hire enough IRS agents to catch some of those folks who's not paying their taxes. And you all are raising sand about that. You know, a lot of people are retiring out of the IRS. It's time for them to go home and enjoy their Social Security or whatever pension they got. Big and pensions. now you all complain because we're trying to replace the folks that's going to leave the workforce. Lois Lerner is at home enjoying her pension right now, government pension. Lois Lerner. Yeah. That's good. Everybody ought to have a chance to enjoy their pension. Yeah, she used the IRS to go after political enemies of Obama. Well, she's enjoying her pension. See, that's, that's a very narrow, shallow, and really sad mindset, Mr. York. Well, you know, you I think your mindset is sadder than anything I've heard in, in the last 30 years because you don't know half of the stuff you propose to try to tell people about government. You, government, I, is, never, government, I, is never, your, ever, government is your destruction. Anything yeah. to regulate. Every time you say something, that's why Goldman Sachs, a Goldman Sachs a company you used to work for, got shystered for cheating people. You know, you want to be able to do whatever you want to be able to do whatever you want to do without any government. Government is the sole responsibility to help people in this country. And when government tries to help people in this country, you complain about it. Well, over the last three years, I've said factual things and to you, you disputed them and not a single one, Mr. York, not a single one of you found facts that disputed what I said. 
because because what one. you said is a bunch Name of BS, one. Ron. You know, you you, you are in the satirical you, you category. You disagree with my opinions, Mr. York. You, you can't disagree with my facts. Every the time. satirical last week, category, last week you put all black your shooting information blacks. in. We talked about black shooting blacks last week. I said 80% of, of the crimes black on black. You said, no, it's not. I sent it's you a text not. showing you the stats. You don't say a word. I send Delk don't call me a liar. I sent I sent I sent Delk the information on that. Sixty-seven percent of all crime in this country is com- 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 is committed by Caucasians. You sent me sixty percent of all crime, and that included spe- speeding tickets and jaywalking. Whatever, whatever. It did all not. Crime. Crime. It yeah. did not include yeah, speeding tickets and all crime. Uh, Miss York, don't yeah, tell you, me thirteen percent of the population commits more crime than the majority. Ms. That's York, a bunch of BS. More, violent crime is overwhelmingly of the population, Mr. by York. black people. Yeah, I mean, you didn't dispute the story. We, just, I said, we, we FBI had some violent crime yesterday in Columbia with an eight-hour well, you, you, standoff. That's what you'd always do. You, I give a stat. It's FBI nationwide. I don't know you say you somebody was shot stats. in Columbia yesterday. That's anecdotal. It's not statistical. You don't, you, it wasn't shot You don't know this or you say you are. The guy killed himself. Oh, that was a domestic. That happens in, uh, yeah, I mean, that happens in black and white. Oh, quiet, serene Columbia. Stuff happens, you know? Okay, so that was a domestic number because something happened in Columbia. You come up with a bunch of stuff. I don't know where you, I guess you get it from the uh, Daily Caller or something like that. They make up their stats. So you Miss York, York, Ron gave us FBI stats on violent crime. You gave me. I sent you FBI printout on on crime. Not on violent crime, on all crime. All crime. That's right, including jaywalking. And and you you saw where 67% of all crime is concerned was committed by Caucasians in this country. Well, not violent here's a, crime. Here's a stat, Mr. York, you can't dispute. From the FBI, I'll say it one more time. In about 80 to 90% of the murder, you know, the victims, the United, homicides in the United States, 80 to 90% of the cases, the black victim was killed by another black victim. FBI so, stats, I sent it to so, you. You ignore so that white, and go the, to the, go the, to the, Matrix, the Rachel Caucasian Maddow. crime is committed mainly on Caucasians, too. The same thing. The community you live 90% in, percent, the though, environment the, you're surrounded by, is where the crimes committed. But we don't create a narrative that white people are trying to kill black people. You create this well, false narrative. Too. You know, there are Caucasians that kill black people. Okay, sure. Rarely. There you go again. We talk about a national stat of about 320 million people in America. You just talk about one instance. You narrow it down to one instance. That's an aberration. It's been more than you one instance. You it's been more either, than one instance. You don't in understand statistics or you're years. disingenuous in your arguments. No, it's not that I, mean, I don't understand statistics. All, I got an A out of that court. Yeah, all <laughs> crime all crime includes mattress tag, illegal mattress tag removal and such. You know, that's that's not realistic. And it certainly doesn't fit in with my 40-year career in, in the courts and practicing criminal law, where, unfortunately, it's just a fact. The overwhelming majority of uh, violent crimes are committed by black people. That's not true, Del. That That's a, 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 that's ridiculous. You would sit on the microphone and tell your listening audience that kind of fib. That's just a bone-faced Untruth. I invite you to head on down to Bobby Sands Court this morning. Bobby Sands, Robbie Sands, Bobby Sands, any Sands. That's not true. Good answer. Well, I don't, I don't really? expect Judge Sands to answer that That's because that, that would that would be pre predetermining a case, and he's not going to do that, and rightfully so. But go down there and just watch the docket call and see who's charged with what. 
when I go down there, it's show a lot of Caucasians sitting out front waiting to go in. Well, that's you. That would be lawyers. That would well. That's usually no. They, they're not lawyers. Not by the way they look. That's usually oh, they traffic. They might be H S H lawyers. You know. That would be traffic offense day. All right, let's take a break. And come back. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is taking his, some of his children to the Children's Museum in Nashville today. So that's where he is. Uh, dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Delk. I like that jobs report that came out Friday. 517,000 jobs, unemployment at 3.4. Go, Biden, go. Well, I'm not going to argue that that's not a good number. Um, I'm not sure how much responsibility Biden has for him, but he be that as may, it's on his watch. It's good, you know. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah well, people are working, and you know, there's still eleven, twelve million jobs that people won't take. And I heard some dumb politician say that the reason why they won't take the job, they still got money from the fourteen hundred dollars that they got during during the. COVID. And I'm saying, how dumb can he be? How long does $1,400 last in this country? Not long. So surely they wouldn't be not working because they had $1,400 of of stimulus money. Ridiculous. Well, I'm not sure I believe that, but uh, it's true that a a larger number of people than ever are just simply not uh, looking for work. They're not entering the workforce. All right, regular special guest dude on Tuesday, native son, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Um, you know, I hate to turn back around to this, Mr. York, but I'm sorry that the notion that the United States can continue to borrow without consequences uh, is naive uh, and troubling and uh, shows economic illiteracy. Uh, during this last, during the pandemic around the world, uh, the Wall Street Journal had an argument, had a, an article about uh, most other countries in the world uh, don't have, you know, the privilege of having the uh, world reserve currency as their currency. We do the dollar. But other countries, you know, or just your run-of-the-mill countries like Brazil or, you know, wherever, Portugal, all those countries, they they could not borrow any more money. They they had to 
have severe cutbacks and austerity because they simply could not obtain anybody to purchase their their bonds uh they they could not they hit their borrowing limit and it it crashed their economies in the sense that they had yeah. to the other thing to, to dealt with the with the the borrowing too it was you know when you're borrowing at one percent interest a year or two ago it's one thing now you're borrowing four five six seven percent interest and a lot of your rates have moved uh-huh. up that really eats up well, uh, you know, and, and it's that, into what you're you're doing. So that's a little different scenario than you know one percent. Secondly, you know, you just all you're doing is printing money, and when I mean, you print money, it's inflationary. So when you're buying eggs and you're buying stuff at the store, and, and you know, get, you know, everything you buy costs more now because you, it's, you supply more of a product dollars, you know, and demands the same, then then the, the value goes down. So uh, you know, you're basically that, and and that value going down is called inflation. Yeah, that we would not be in trouble, though, Delk, in, in terms of debt, if we could get the American people as a whole to pay the taxes that are due. And that's what the Biden administration is trying to do, is trying to get enough IRS agents to make sure people pay what's due. Now, tax evasion is a crime. Tax avoidance is not. And many people avoid taxes. Uh, and and if, we, if we are a growing population, if we got all these people working, and all these people making money, and we've had more millionaires and billionaires last year than we've had any other time before, they ought to be paying a fair share of taxes. And if they pay the taxes, we wouldn't be carrying a credit card. The question card. is fair share, though. I mean, they, they already paid, the, you know, the top 5 or 10% already paid like 90% of the tax, 89% of the tax. The bottom 50% don't pay any federal taxes when it's all netted out. So, when you have 51% that can make 49% pay all the taxes, the country stops working. We were warned that's about not, that, that by our founding fathers. That's not true. We got a 9.25% tax on everything in Tennessee. So whether you're rich or whether you're poor, you're not, paying not, taxes. Not on income. Not on income, but everything else you buy. And then not too long ago, one Republican say we ought to pay a 30% tax on everything. Well, he's talking, about getting, rid of the fe- he's talking about getting rid of the federal tax. The, 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 I'm for a flat tax, you know, the, the, the basically point of sale tax, because you think about it, it catches all, all these people off the grid, the illegals that are here working, the, you know, the drug dealers, the people that are off the grid. If you have to pay 30% at the, when you buy something at, you know, 7-Eleven or a quick sack there in town, instead of paying any, monkey around with your federal income tax, trying to figure out what the government wants you to pay, on the most convoluted, silly form. I haven't done my taxes, Mr. York, in 35 years. I have a great CPA. He handles everything for me. But my mom died last year, and I had to do her simple tax return. And I have an MBA. I work for Goldman Sachs. Y'all know the story. I could not figure out this form. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't say the average person does it. Uh, yeah. Man, the fun, I, you know, return with a pension from the railroad and, you know, a little bit of dividend interest. I sat there and I said, well, I'll just knock this thing out in the afternoon. I started, I didn't know what page, they, you know, they refer you to pages that don't exist. It's crazy. Yeah. My dad ran a business for 38 years, went, had only a third grade education and never took any of his stuff to the CPA and did his own taxes. So you say it's so complicated. It's not well, that you can do it. You can do it, I, I, but you, you subject yourself to being you all this. You didn't learn any tax preparation or, in Memphis, uh, I guess, huh? Let, let's go back. You didn't to where, learn anything about tax preparation in Memphis, huh? Let's go back to where we started, though. Uh, but but about, if, if everybody pays their taxes, Delk, as they're supposed to, this country wouldn't be screaming or complaining about debt. 
But you can't give a certain segment of the population an $8 trillion rebate and and then expect to keep up with date. That's All right, let's, 200, let's, let's stay on the subject, You asserted, Mr. York, we are traveling all over the place and getting nowhere. The, you asserted at the very beginning of this show that the United States could borrow money indefinitely without consequences. It, all but the most woke and crazy economists agree that there is a limit before there are severe consequences. And we're talking like, you know, living on the street trying to find a soup line consequences. And the question is, everybody with any economic sense at all agrees that there's a limit, whether they're liberal or conservative. The question is, though, where is the limit? And Ron's right, though. It's not that you can't just borrow debt. It's the cost of issuing debt. The interest rate that you have to pay becomes prohibitive where you can't the inflation pay. Inflation that causes. And, inflation that causes. And one of the things, if you're going to restore, now you can do just you can do like South Africa does and just not pay their debt. And so they have to, you know, their their uh, their debt rating is of junk bonds, and they can they can try to issue more debt, and uh, <clears throat> and if they want to, but uh, nobody's going to buy the debt, or if they do buy it, they're going to want twenty twenty five percent interest. Yeah. And sure, I know facts. So South Africa is not able to. They're the country. South Africa is not able. As a practical matter, it's your debt. Things, Mr. York, I know you know this, but the top 10% of taxpayers pay 71% of total taxes. And so, these are the entrepreneurs that own so, businesses, that employ people, or whatever. So you, if, if a government takes money from an entrepreneur that has a business who's going to hire another person to, to work at the garbage man or whatever, you know, uh, you know or, the, or he's got to pay the government the money. Wouldn't you rather be in the hands of an entrepreneur who's going to hire someone, maybe another person, provide a service to the community that are willing to pay by choice, not force, like the government? The top 1% uh, of the country pays 10% of the t- of taxes. I'm sorry, 26% of the taxes. The top 1% pays 26% of the taxes. You can't milk those cows but so long. To the, you know, you can share a sheep every month, but you can't slaughter it there, but one. There's an option. If they don't want to pay the taxes, they can go out of business. But they, oh yeah, they don't want to. Well, pay. So the government's putting people out of business. You like that? You smile. Okay, we're, we're no, hatching. I'm saying up. if they don't, if they don't want to pay taxes, if we live in a country, not that they don't want to pay taxes. We have laws to, to pay taxes. We ought to pay the taxes that's due. It's not that it's they a, don't want to pay taxes. They I think pay, the yeah, they pay, un, they pay employment tax, Social Security tax. Yes, but they ought to pay that fair share of federal well, well, taxes. How about also. this idea? How about the government quit spending so much money? Yeah. Well, what, what you going to do with the people you? where they're spending the money? You know, Tennessee is getting all kind of money from federal government for infrastructure, building well, bridges, building roads. Where do you think that money is going to be? All right, we're circling back off topic. Let's go back to a country's debt limit and what the consequences are of continued borrowing. In South Africa, the, another consequence is it drives inflation uh, to two or 300% a year. And uh, that. You know, that's where people are carrying around, you know, wheelbarrows of money and that kind of thing. Now, Mr. York, you are correct. You know, what could South Africa do to restore its currency to where it actually has some value other than the paper it's printed on? Well, one of the things, they can do two things. Uh, They could severely reduce what government spends, and they could impose draconian taxes. 
And what that, about keeping some of their natural resources, their diamonds, their iron, their their gold and stuff of that nature? They could they could build enterprise. wealth, but they got other countries shysting them out of their own natural resources. You're, you're advocating like a dictator does, like Putin and, and Chavez does. You just take the resources of a country. Yeah. I'm saying the resources belong to the country. Why should other countries come in there and exploit them? Those can't be used to restore the value of a currency. That is the genesis of a dictatorship and socialism of a Castro, a Putin, or a Chavez, or or Medina, whatever the guy is in uh, Venezuela. That is the premise under which they operate. Yeah, I mean, yes, like they could get dollars or rubles or whatever or... uh, uh, euros in exchange for those resources, but that would do nothing to restore the value of their currency, to restore the value of what South Africans can buy uh, with whatever their South African currency is. And uh, uh, It would help build their country as well, Dell. If they retain the resources that they had, it would help restore their own wealth. The Another dollars did that. Mr. York was was Hitler. He took all the artwork from people as they went through town. Man, that was the country's artwork. Talking right? about Hitler, yeah, it's Hitler, the same Hitler logic. Hitler was a dictator. No, I'm saying a country can dictator. keep its What's resources. If you start taking people's resources that aren't yours, you say you take the gold and diamonds of people in the country to pay your debts. Are you kidding me? I'm saying the government should take control of being exploited. Mm-hmm. By other where countries that, that come in there and the take history, their gold the and their man, diamonds. Mr. York, give me one example that's worked in the history of mankind. I don't know if it's worked, but it's common sense. You know, if I <laughs> if I was taking money this out is, of your pocket and you put a lock on your pocket, I wouldn't ridiculous. get money out of it anymore. This would is I? this is democratic. Uh, Golly, dog! Economic illiteracy, Mr. York. That's you know, AOC talk. The. Uh, No, it just won't work. And uh, well, yeah, you you, draconian taxes, drastic reductions in government spending, and yes, perhaps, perhaps using some natural resources to pay off debt that's not being paid uh, could restore the value of a currency. But you have to remember, Mr. York, that the American dollar is worth only what somebody else will give you for it. That's it. Otherwise, it's just a piece of paper. And The best thing ever had in the dollar is when Kissinger, during the OPEC negotiations, Kissinger negotiated under Nixon to tie the dollar always to oil, oil prices internationally. That, that's one thing that's really supported the dollars. Now the Chinese are trying to get, get wiggle out of that, saying they want to pay in their currency. That, that Obviously, we took it off the gold standard at the time and uh, put it against oil. And that's really one thing that's helped us a lot. And the truth is, we're like valedictorian in summer school. Our debt's bad, but some other countries are much worse. Much worse. We have businesses and natural resources and a big military to protect ourselves. So that for that reason, our, our, our currency's held up relatively well. And then we could we could repair that if we collected the taxes that were due to the country to help assist other countries, uh, and other countries and in, in, in the states. If you Mr. notice that the southern the states, the southern states of this country, take up all of the the profit that California, New York, and in in those states provide, the southern states are have no real industry in the industries up north in the Midwest and out west. This so is, if if they disagree. could provide this if is they could provide, if they could provide 
some type of high-paying jobs in the southern states, they would bring their economy up and they would be able to not have to take money from the federal government. This is Looney Tunes stuff. All right, let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. I received this beautiful ring, but it needs to be sized. Where should I go? Tillis Jewelry, of course. We will be happy to size your ring no matter where it was purchased. Each of our goldsmiths have over 30 years' experience. Tillis Jewelry's repair shop is in store and always on time. Stop by and let us give you a free estimate today. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi. This is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the happy face truck today. Front Porch Radio is Southern Middle Tennessee's home for the best in news, talk, and sports. Missed out on any favorite Front Porch programs? Check us out online at frontporchradiotn.com to download episodes of your favorite podcast. Listen live or listen online. Search for it on your favorite podcast app. iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon Alexa. Join us on the porch. Frontporchradiotn.com. 
fact, I got our favorite grocer on the line, Miles Johnson from Foodland. Miles, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing fantastic. I know you got some hot deals out there, too. Oh, yeah. This week we have ground beef for $2.79 a pound, sirloin tip roast, $3.99 a pound, five-pound bag russet potatoes, $2.99, and we have Sun Drop RC 7-Up and AEW 6-Pack for 3 for 12 Wow, some great deals. And as always, uh, you're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., located right by the post office. Uh, you guys always have some great deals. If you need something, go in and ask somebody. They will help you. So, Miles, as always, you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, okay? All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. All right. That's Miles Johnson from Foodland, located right here on 427 West 7th Street, just down the road from the radio station. Uh, check them out. Like I said, they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., and uh, they have a flyer located right inside the door. So if you're not sure what they got, so go check them out. Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. I believe Clayton Harris, dude number two, has actually joined us for a minute or two. What's going, Del? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. You're on your way to the Children's Museum? Uh, to the Nashville Children's Theater. Okay. All right. Have fun. So, yeah, yes, sir. No, I, I jumped on here when I heard uh, Mr. York's comments about the profits in New York and California. I want more explanation on that and how the southern states are benefiting from the profits of New York and California. I, I would love to hear more about this. Yeah. Good morning, Clayton. I'll tell you more about it. Look at every please, southern please. state in this country. They are taking more money from the federal government than they send in ta- federal tax dollars. Mr. York. All right, Ron Hart. Okay, folks, that was Jim York, who's the dude number one, Ron Hart, regular Tuesday special guest dude. What's up, Ron? There's another inconvenient fact for you, Mr. York. I know you how you hate them. Twelve percent of the population of the United States lives in California. They take thirty-four percent of the nation's welfare recipients live in California. So this but utopia say, out there, people are leaving in droves out there. But they send right. more money to the federal government than the federal government sends to them. I don't know. Uh, you show me those stats. I'll look at them. Certainly, we had to well, look at them. You know, it's all over everywhere, Ron. For years, the well, Southern states are it, not just, industrious. All you got to do is send it to me, Mr. York. Sure it's a big state. Here's what you'll do: it's the biggest state in the union. You'll say, "Well, they send more than any than than, than, than uh, Montana does." Well, yeah, they're they're 45 times the population of Montana. They send you know, more you'll, than you'll Tennessee. Say, you'll, you'll say something like that, and it, it'll be statistically insignificant what you say. But 34 percent of the welfare recipients in this country are in California. And they're only 12% of the population. This is socialist. People are leaving in droves. There's drug users on the streets. There's people in tents on the street. Taxes are high. It's a beautiful state. It follows the, it's 600 miles of coastline, natural resources. It's gorgeous. But under liberal rule of Gavin Newsom and all the predecessors, the thing is, is falling apart and people are leaving. Look so, at Tennessee. So, how many people we got on welfare in Tennessee? I will check. Let me see where Tennessee falls. I, I don't know. It's really not not three times their population. It's, it's not it's not as large as California, but we've got a, a number of folks. I know we got about three hundred and some thousand people can't even afford health care in this in this state. 
and and the governor seems like he doesn't care. I thought the Affordable you know? Care Act handled that. I thought Obama handled that. I'm surprised they they have trouble with that there, now. There are some people between the margins that can't get health care until the state approves expanding but, Medicaid. But, but they had affordable health care passed, and it's right there in the title. Well, Biden, Biden, Biden has, has done things to try to circumvent uh, states like the red states, and it, it's amazing how all the red states don't want to allow good health care for its citizens, but they want them to work, <laughs> they want them to enjoy life, but if you don't have health, I'm, I'm, I can tell you, if you don't have good health, it's detrimental to any type of quality of life. I, you know, um, we started off talking about borrowing money, and here we are talking about health care. You know, we just run around in circles. That's uh, got something to do with it, though, Del. Well, if you, if you if you have money, you don't worry about health care. You can pay for it. That's why the rich people, they don't have insurance policies and all that. All right, 34,000 people in Tennessee are on TANF, which is, you know, adult and children wel- welfare, as it's traditionally called, I guess. You know, I got some other people on SNAP, of course. I guess you consider SNAP welfare food stamps, Mr. York. Yeah, that, that would be some, some aid to the to, okay. to the needy family. It's a transfer yeah, payment. 414,000 people in Tennessee. What, what's Tennessee? Six million people? I forget how big Tennessee is. Seven to eight, I think. Seven million. So, you know, and, and you know, so... I mean, as a percent, I can get the percentage, but I think it's, it's not near as high as, as California. No, it's not going to be as high. California has less a population three or, four, three or four times the population of this state. He's talking so, yeah, about you're going to have more people that fall through the There you go again, though. See, that's, that's where you, you lie to people. You mislead people, Mr. York. Not lie to you. I don't think you intentionally do it. You're just trying to argue. But you can't say that you more people in Tennessee and there's not going to be more people in Tennessee than California because we don't have as many people so you don't I didn't you, say you, we you got, got more people in Tennessee uh, the percentages are misleading you know you you no, deal with percentages percentages are misleading cuz you change the base the base could be smaller with a higher percentage okay so you're going to compare Idaho base could be large you're, with a small you're, you're percentage compare Wyoming what about with numbers, people numbers. To, to give New me York the State numbers with, yeah, you're going to consider. You're going to compare. This is crazy. Uh, uh, Wyoming, the percentage is no good. Back, back to, to my original New York statement. Twenty-two million people. Back to my original statement. You're going to use some sort of comparison there. It makes no sense. The southern states are dependent upon the federal government. Without the federal government, the southern states could not exist. They take in more money. You damn right we could exist. We could exist very well. The federal government taxes the to the government. Came down here. Uh, you know but, this economic illiteracy. It's just the, the it all starts with the ball, the ball statement that the United States can continue to borrow money indefinitely without consequences. That is if they have taxpayers dealt, if they got taxpayers, Ms. if York, people avoiding taxes and don't want to pay taxes, yes, there is a problem. No, so that's, what, Ms. York, that's what no, Biden is wanna. trying to correct right now. He's trying to get enough people in agencies to make sure people pay their taxes. Ms. York, it's a complicated equation, and your economic illiteracy is apparent. Uh, but, no, taxes, what, I, what I'm talking about is when the rubber band breaks and we'll be living in the dirt, and so there won't be anything to tax, or if they did tax what they got in would be worthless paper money. We're talking about post-World War One Germany. And you know, nobody knows where that point is, but nobody with any sense at all, liberal or conservative, disagrees that that point is out there somewhere. We just don't know where it is. But egg, collecting more taxes 
when this happens, we'll be living in the dirt. And you can collect all the taxes you want. You'll have a mountain full of money sitting next to you, but it'll be worthless. If you can make as much money as you need to buy the things that you want, you can do that indefinitely as long as you're making as much money as you need. When, not, when you stop making that amount of money like this United States in. because people won't pay their taxes, yes, you're going to have debt problems. Sure, yes, just, there's a limit. This is you just raw economic illiteracy. Ron, can you explain it to him? Mr. York, who won't pay their tax? These hedge funds in, in up up in Connecticut, New York, that your Democrats let have carried interest, which is basically not taxing the hedge. That is profits. the biggest tax fraud in the, the, way in the history of this the country. World. The, re- the Republicans wouldn't deal with that. The Democrats they tried to. Deal with it. Neither they one of them to. would deal with it. They but tried to. if people pay their taxes based on the population and the and the people that are working in this country, this country would not have a definite debt problem. Mr. York, that is economic illiteracy. Uh, you can't, you, if, if, if they're taking in, they're spending two trillion or trillion or whatever the year is, more than they take in every year. The, the national debt's $31 trillion. $31 trillion. So, I mean, if they keep doing that, they can't do that forever, Mr. York. And it's already shown why, up. Why didn't we inflation. talk about the $31 trillion when the last administration gave Everybody an eight trillion dollars. York, I mean, you can look. You know, the Democrats did that. All the bills. Are there's all so many nuances to this house. that you just totally way, don't understand. The, the last, ba- the last balanced budget was under Newt Gingrich in the House. Spending bills originate in the House. So you talking about spending as Pelosi for the last what eight, twelve years? How long? How long they've had the House? I don't know. Twelve years and. So I mean, and it's not the last twelve. I agree with you, Mr. York. It's not the last twelve years. It's a building up over the years of 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 a lifestyle and the government we can't afford. And now I the government's turned against us where they're arresting people and they're they're bullying people. Nobody arresting anybody. Yeah, they, but, they but arrest- I didn't hear this complaint when the last administration was given the excessively rich people columns. their tax break. I didn't read, hear you complain about that at all. You got a tax columns, break problem. Read my columns. And then toward the end, they had to do that COVID thing. They said because you know because of you know the Democrats want oh god COVID we got to we're gonna shut everything down so we got to pay everybody money to sit at home. That's that's changed the whole mindset of the country. You're talking about fourteen hundred dollars to sit at home, it does change the mindset of a lot of How people. How long to get can money. you sit at home on fourteen hundred dollars? Right, How right. long can you sit? Ms. At York, home? The, the taxes are not going to solve the problem of indefinite and infinite debt. They're just not now. If well, you want to talk about taxes, and that's that's voodoo economics. Uh, if you want to talk about taxes, you know the the people that you're talking about, you know Bill Gates, who wants to uh, have uh, COVID vaccine put in our food supply, and uh, Warren Buffett, and even uh, Elon Musk, Miss York, you're all talking about income tax. These people don't have any income. They're dollar a year man. You all you can raise taxes up to a hundred percent, and all you're going to get out of them is a dollar. Yeah, they do everything their foundation. That's something you just don't us. comprehend. So right. why are good the way patriots? To do it is a why are good patriots only paying a dollar, Dale? Why are good patriots that get the benefits of this country only paying a dollar in taxes? Because Dude. of a democratic tax system. Because they, the, the Democrats, there's a short answer to it. The Democrats don't want to take money from them. And Mr. Young, why do you think way of taxes? and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett are big Democrats? Because they're protected by the Democrat Party. 
This, these guys are Democrats you're talking about. These politicians would rather take millions and millions of dollars in contributions from these people rather than make them pay taxes. Right. You know, you know who bears the brunt of it? That's the old Democratic shell game. Yeah. W-2 ordinary people, W-2 wage earners, not Gates, not Buffett, W-2 wage earners. And they act like they're all this this this, this piously philanthropic group of people that, that, you know, they're basically taking advantage of the tax code. Trump told the nation on the debate with Hillary. He goes, yeah, I know how the system works. I know it's rigged because I, I'm involved in taking advantage of it, I, and I'm the one that needs to unrig it. And he tried to do some things unrigged. But his tax cut, supposedly, was a middle Yeah, yeah he did something unrigged, all right. He gave all his buddies that tax that tax no, he return. Didn't. If you look at the, the buddy, cut the numbers, taxes for everybody that was making the in the 1% 10, range. You look what he did, Mr. York. You really know what you're talking about. You look at what no, he did. It really didn't. It didn't benefit the wealthy. It benefited the average person a lot more. Oh no he way! No deductions, way! Ten thousand dollars for state and federal Mr. taxes. York, I mean, state and if, if lo- taxes, if, tax. no way. If if income taxes get raised, it'll be you and me who are paying it because exactly. we're we're not big enough to have no earned income and be dollar a year men. But and Bill that's Gates, why I'm saying the IRS <coughs> needs to patrol those folks that are Mr. making money. There's on the no upper end and make sure they pay over four hundred thousand dollars a year. Like, like, like and the the Mr. York, Mr. Tax. York, there is no sense in the in auditing Elon Musk. He's paying all the taxes he owes. <laughs> you believe that? He's I can sell losses, you a bridge and huge losses in, in Tesla, which he has what's called NOLs, net operating losses, which can shield his income for a long time. A guy like that can't Every time you think of it, come in there and they bring you a check. And all he doesn't have earned income. Comes out and votes against it. This has just been crazy town, people, and no wonder. I mean, and the I'll, other thing you don't you don't really don't know about is it's hard. It's a little bit like what Atlas Shrug talked about. People like me had a big W two for years, paid ordinary income for years. I cashed out I and mean, I quit early. And I was productive. I was paying a lot of taxes because they taxed the heck out of me. They taxed me at 40%, 35 40% of my W-2 income, and another 40% when I die. So why do I want to keep working above a certain amount of money that I have? All you right. take the most productive part of society, you sit them on the sidelines. It's like taking Michael Jordan and saying, okay, you can only have 15 points a game. If you do that to an economy, it's not good. The most productive people in the country are the most productive people in the country. you got to keep them in the game. This the country sucks. This, this country suffers.